you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. If you love me, say it. If you trust me, do it. If you want me, show it. If you need me, prove it. If you love <laughs> I don't have that hippo mouth. Yes, so I'm I coming can't. in here sounding like Jada Kiss. I have a cold. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> listen, we're going to push through all of this, uh, you know, um, these this, these bodily fluids that are resting in my chest right now. Yeah. And we're just going to say, hey, and happy new year and praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, mm-hmm. niggas. It's cold as hell outside. It's cold as hell. It's so cold. We writing songs about it. You know what I'm saying? We over here humming ditties because it's cold. <laughs> you understand? Let no, shut that up. <laughs> it snowed here last night. Did it snow um oh, in New York? I don't know. Actually, oh, oh, yeah. I just looked out the window. It did. Oh, my God. It snowed in New York. I mean, it snowed in D.C. over. Uh, apparently, it was supposed to snow like one over between like one and three a.m. And it was only supposed to be a, a little, a little it looks like, dusting. It looks like a dusting. It's nice. Yes. It's I mean, nice. They say it's probably about an inch and a half out there. It's not enough to look like it's going to be disgusting. So, which I can, which I can be grateful for, yeah. but happy new year, sis. It's uh 2018 out this B. It is. It's literally the day after. Show Leo. Show Leo. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, man. How are you doing? How was your holiday? How was your break? I, I did air quotes around the break, but. Nigga, yeah. I made it. I, it was not, it was, um, you know, I'm going to be completely transparent with you guys. I, uh, was a hypocrite. I gave you all of this sound advice and <laughs> all of these things you should do to rest your body and your mind. And I didn't do a single one of them. Listen, not that's a, real not out a, here. I watched a little TV like when I was able to sneak it in. But we being a parent during the holidays is a completely different situation, man. Um, yeah, man. It's hard. I'm sure. It's hard. I don't know anything about that. You got to cook. Like I had to, you know, you got to prep. You got to cook. You got to get the house ready. Then you got to make sure the kid is good. Make sure they're having a nice time. You know, we're off for a long time. So we had to take note on mad activities. You know what I'm saying? So a nigga's tired from that. I had to do grown-up shit. We were just talking. I had to buy a coat. Buy her coat. Yeah, buy me some Tims. Buy Real her some Tims. Like, you Real know. Life responsibilities. So Why? Because you're a real mom. You're not Drea. Why? We thank because you. Because I got to. 
<laughs> so you appreciate your service, okay? Hell no, I'll never be Drea. I rebuke, <laughs> I rebuke any form, fashion, and I don't want to be anywhere in that bubble. Hell no. Oh, girl, no, no, she here, out here. Come here and recite your poem for me. Let me sign your whole work. Let me sign, Let your, me sign your whole work right now. My, it doesn't even need to be signed. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I would like to sign it. I'm signing it because I can. Because I'm your mother and I'm invested. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm here no. to do my job. Okay. Yeah, hi. I'm not part of that at all. She's of land. I am of sea. <laughs> so, how are you? How was your holiday? Man, the holidays are terrible. I mean, I mean, not I to be, uh, not to be the downer, but I just had to be real honest and open about my my situation. Um, you know, I, before losing my brother, I never, I've never, never lost anyone in my family close to me. Um, yeah. And listen, uh, I could just, I was selling a, my friend yesterday. I just wish, sometimes I just wish we could just throw the whole month of December away because um, it's just really hard. Like, I just feel like the, 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 the weight of my brother's absence is especially felt during the holidays because that's when we spent time and got together. And um, even, you know, my birthday was mm-hmm. bittersweet, even... And I mean, I don't want to, and I'm, I'm saying that I'm saying this to say that, you know, I have to be honest about how I feel. Uh, I don't want to run from my feelings and I hope that I don't (laughs) feel this way, like for the rest of my life. Um, but like, it feels weird for me to grow older without him. So like my birthday is hard. It's not like, you know, it's been hard for me to feel celebratory and I, and I, I don't like that because I don't want to be that girl that's sad all the time. And I don't want to, and I know that my brother would not want me to be sad and to not celebrate and to not, but it's just really hard. It's really, really hard. Um, Because it's just my mother and me in a house and it used to be the three of us. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's just hard. It's hard. And I still can't believe it. Like I was telling Latoya other day, like, I just wish that it was all like it still blows my mind. It still feels like it's like not real and it didn't happen. And I'm just gonna like I kept looking in my room and my mom and my mother's house. The room where I sleep is literally like right by the front door. And I literally kept saying I just kept looking up and expecting him to walk through the door the whole time I was there. Um, so. I'm really grateful for family and I'm grateful that I got to spend time with my family again. And y'all know me. I love the Lord. You know, Jesus is my everything. And I would always be grateful for the Christmas story, the faith of the Christmas story, the faith, uh, you know, and, and all that means to me and my faith and, you know, why Jesus came and how he came and all that. That's always going to be uh, something that I will celebrate and believe in. But Christmas, <laughs> like Christmas time, like that whole that this week has been a really hard week for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the real the reality of my life right now um so i'm grateful to have made it through the week um i wish i would have gotten more work done i did bring work home to do but i just was like kind of in my feelings and just kind of trying to take care of myself mentally so i'm behind (laughs) on all my projects but hopefully um i can make up for lost time this week and, and meet my deadlines but and I hope that this is not like a really sad portion of the program, but I just had to tell no, y'all it's honest. the truth, man. Um, hope because the 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 good thing about it is there's like there's a lot of people who who are going through the same thing. 
you know, the holidays is supposed to be a happy time. It's supposed to be a cozy time, a time for you to spend with family. So it's understandable that when you are missing a, a piece of that puzzle that, it, you know, you're, you're going to feel it. And you're not the only one who's dealing with that. So to share that, you know, it's going to it's going to encourage somebody else because they're going to know, like, I'm not the only person who feels this way during the holiday. Everybody don't feel warm and fuzzy and amazing during the holiday. It's there's a lot of people who deal with sadness. There's a lot of people who deal with anger. There's a lot of people who deal with so many different emotions that sometimes we're not cognizant or aware of because people get swept up in in what it is. And so. Um, Absolutely. So, I mean, shout out to everyone. If you're dealing with any kind of grief or sadness during this time, congratulations. We made it through um, yes. and we can just look forward to hopeful, hopefully having um, a, a new year that, you know, we can look forward to. I believe that that we will. I also want to take this time out now to shout out the family of Reggie from Combat Jack. Yes. Um, I know that, you know, his memorial service was just a few days ago and it was so mm-hmm. super well attended. Shout out to everyone who is, you know, grieving the loss, especially his family, his children, especially I've been holding them in my heart and my prayers because mm-hmm. uh, I know what it's like to lose someone you love um, and how difficult it can be during the holidays. Um, and, and just period. So um, Absolutely. shout out to that family. Shout out to um, all um, everyone who's suffering. Like I said, also, we just learned that Erica, Erica Garner has passed on. And we know that, mm-hmm. you know, a few days ago she had a, a heart attack that left her with severe, extreme brain damage. And she'd been in a coma. And I just learned earlier this morning that she had passed away. So shout out to the Garner family again, dealing with, you know, some super, super sad, hard news, some difficult um, circumstances. So shouts and prayers to everyone that's dealing with loss. Um, We definitely can relate to your struggle and um, we'll be praying for you and looking forward to brighter days. Absolutely. We're all, we're literally all in the same boat together. You know what I'm saying? So you have to remember you're not by yourself. My grandfather passed away day before New Year's Eve, just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I get it. I'm right there with y'all. You know what I'm saying? We we all right here. Um, so we're going to keep each other. We're going to hold each other up. And we made it through another one. We're going to make it through some more. That's it. Um, so any other news you want to uh, – so shall we take out some trash before we um, get into the Sure, why don't we brighten up the – Let's brighten it up. Do you have any what what basura have you have you read any basura? So I guess uh, I have learned that. Uh, okay, so I have been watching um, Tamar and Vince's show. Have you been watching? Oh, no, but but I did see uh, Tamar twerking with Big Frida oh. at an escape concert. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I missed that little uh, that little bit of information. Uh, yeah, so no, yeah. I, I follow Big Frida. So yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. I can't believe that I don't because I I love her. I sorry i just like how could you not have a good day with big free day it's on your timeline but um so uh i learned that uh apparently over the holidays um tamar announced via her social media she tends to do that you know what i'm saying she tends to announce major things on her yeah. social media but she announced that apparently vince is expecting uh <laughs> Skinny Vince been getting it in, y'all. All right. 
Yes, Skinny Vince been getting it in, and he's ex- she's expect he's well he's expecting Tamar's not expecting anything, but the divorce to be final. Um, mm. So yeah, she said Vincent Herbert is having a baby, and his whore decided to let me know about it tonight. That stupid broke ass oh. whore should check public records on Christmas before she goes through with it. He called back. Despite his order of protection, begging and lying, said he's been hanging out with Joe and Roxy from BET. Oh, yeah, that's credible. Uh, No shade. However, before you judge me, know the facts. He's a real piece of work. Happy New Year. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, she's going to be starting 2018 with a fresh start. Um, And she said a real fresh start. If I can leave this liar, you can leave yours, too. So she is encouraging women to get out of unhealthy situations. Um, I don't know. I watched the season finale of Tamar and Vince and, you know, it was really hard to see their, uh, their relationship literally disintegrate (laughs) in front of, uh, a national audience. But, um, I think there's a lot of, of, uh, pathology on both sides. I think, you know, Mm -hmm. both of them could have handled things differently. Um, but Mm -hmm. I was just saying like, I was watching it and I was saying, I was talking to Keisha as I was watching it and I was like, yo, it's gotta be tough to go through something like this on TV. Um, on TV, nigga, cause in real, cause in regular life, listen, in regular life, but then you got 1 million niggas watching and chiming in and like, you just putting all your business out there. I, you know, couldn't be me. It's so much. It is really so much, but yeah, that that is uh that's what is going on um on the shade room. <laughs> and um, I'm sorry, but I know this is the trash segment, so this is probably super inappropriate. But I don't know if we announce we we yo shout out to our friends for selling out the fucking Apollo. Oh, girl, this is not trash at all. Yes, um, the the read. <laughs> five-year anniversary show is going to be taking place at the legendary uh, Apollo Theater in Harlem. Apollo um, Theater! And them niggas is sold out, but I have let both Furinasia and Crystal Jean know that I will be sitting upon the floor. <laughs> what? I will be present and sitting upon the floor because I don't have Indian a seat. Style. All of you niggas bought all the seats, so I'm going to have to sit on the steps or something, but I'm going to be there. Okay. I'm gonna be that crisscross applesauce nigga right there on the side. Listen, I'm so proud of them. Listen. I just had to make sure I shouted that out. Absolutely. But anyway, uh, what, what so, else we got? Yeah, I mean we don't have a whole lot in the way of trash, um, which is actually a good thing. Um That is good. I don't really care about other things that I'm scrolling past. Um <laughs> that's just the truth. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think the Tamar and Vince is really all that made me kind of stop and and double t- and click the link to see what's going on, but everybody yeah. else, I can't think, I can't, <laughs> I can't which say that I'm, that, which is good. Yeah. So we can just move forward. We can move forward because we got some ground to cover on today's show. Yes. So shall we uh, shout out our sis? Yes. Shout them out. My sis is popping right now. Like it's time for shout out to my sis. So let's shout out the sistrin. Uh, yes. We got an email from a a listener, mm-hmm. and um, I'm sorry, I'm just not prepared, so I'm going to pull it up really quickly right now. But yes, we got an email from a, a listener who was shouting out her Spellman sister. Shout out to Spellman. So uh, her email says, hi, Kia and Jade. Thank you both for the constant laughs, the uplift, and the doses of reality that you provide each week. I'm writing to shout out one of my Spellman sisters. She is an active member of Team Type of Fast. 
currently pursuing a PhD, and most importantly, a rock star mommy and businesswoman. In the midst of her coursework, Tandra took soap making classes and ended up starting her own organic soap company called Tendris and Sage. During homecoming, homecoming, sorry, I can read, I promise. Um, I purchased <laughs> some of her soaps. Her daughter informed me that there is no such thing as a stark white, quote unquote, natural bar and that popular companies bleach their products to make them that way. All I can say is, wow, her products are amazing and I love how she includes her children in the business. They are incredible and shining examples of Black girl magic and Black boy joy. I have super sensitive skin and I am blown away. The soaps are wonderful and all natural. Her favorites are Meant to Be, Clementine, and Grace and Roses. Check her out. Um, the website is tendrissandsage.com. Sincerely, Shara. So, Shara, thanks so much for sending this email and thanks so much for letting us yes. know about Tendris and Sage. I have also gone to the website and checked out. Um, it's it's awesome website. Um, and just like Shara said in her email, they are a company that... Um, offers handmade soap that is different from commercial soap that's sold in stores. Um, and it does not contain chemical detergents, hardeners, and synthetic lathering agents. Um, their, their goal is to create, share, evolve, educate, and provide nat natural, aromatic, organic, handmade soaps and skin products that not only nourish the body, but also awaken the senses and promote self-awareness. Um, we will leave all of the um, information, all of the you know company information in the description box. But Pretty I will much. let you guys know that these flavors <laughs> is that how you say it? I cannot try. Um, they sense uh, flavors. I don't know, but they have awesome like the Grace and Rose, <laughs> Clementine, <laughs> Honey Bunch, which actually looks like a honeycomb, uh, Calendula, mm. Chai, Lemongrass, and Jazz, meant to be. Um, Antilace, Babyface, their their store is open twenty four hours. Um, and you can order them. The prices they're reasonably priced. I guess each bar of soap is about nine dollars. You can order a sample pack that contains um set um I guess all of the all of the flavor options um uh, in <laughs> one bar for ten dollars or you know smaller smaller um so you can try out and then pick whichever one that you like. But listen, I mean, we're all for moisturizing your situation and doing so organically. And before you moisturize, you got to cleanse. So That's right. That's right. So um, I'll put my Dr. Bronner's on hold to try out. Yeah, just check it out, right? I mean, I feel like it's worth doing. Absolutely. Um, I know the Blacks love Dove and Caress. Indeed. You the Sample Pack includes five one-ounce travel, travel size bars of, of your choosing. Mm. Or our choosing. So I guess they pick, they give you um, some smaller bars to try out. But yeah, I think that I was just really impressed by how awesome the website looks and, you know, how yummy these soaps look. They look really luxurious. <laughs> and I mean, um, I'm anxious to try them. So y'all check out tendrissandsage.com. Shout out to Shara and Tandra and Tandra's precious children. Um for offering these awesome products to the world who work with yeah, them. Yeah, that's what's up. They work. That is what's that's up. so dope. So yes, check it check out. Check it out. Check it out. Let us know what you think and be sure to tell tell Tandra that the girls of getting grown sent you over. Sent you. Kitchen table talk time. Talking around the kitchen table. 
gather around for the yada yada. What you snacking on this AM since it's... It's too early for snacks. I haven't had a snack yet. Jade and I are recording early uh, um, prior to the new year. Early. Holiday. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So I'm just, I just have coffee. I'm snacking on water right now because... That's right. You better Listen, start your got day to off hydrate. properly. It's really important. It's really you important. You have to. No, I have my water, but I have my coffee because I would not be able to do this. I had a muffin, but it <laughs> fell on the floor. So, <laughs> um, but anywho, this week at the kitchen table talk, we are discussing. So we've mentioned um, some of the things to try to get your new year going and attaining your goals, but today we're going to specifically specifically focus on goals and how you can write out SMART, <laughs> which is an acronym, which we will get to, but how you can write out your SMART goals. Because I know sometimes a lot of us, we have goals, but we get stunted as to sure, how yeah. to organize them. And so we thought it would be really great. No, we're not on no, some new year, a, new no, me type stuff, all, actually. but <laughs> never that over here, never that over here. However, uh, it is a new year and it, and it is a, going to be a busy year for the both of us. And so we feel like why not continue to flourish as a people and try to share the wealth. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. we, a, a couple of weeks ago, we did the uh, changing your narrative, um, Changing a personal narrative episode, which was very well received. Shout out to everyone who let us know how much they enjoyed that and how helpful it was for you. It was also helpful for Jade and myself. Um, but it was brought to our attention that, you know, one of the, the steps that we said to changing your personal narrative was making a plan and actually executing the plan. And in those um you know, in our in our conversation, we talked about, you know, that being a self-explanatory part of the show and several people have reached out to me and was just like hey guys goal setting and planning is not necessarily self-explanatory um a lot of us say that we're going to make plans and set goals and you know but we don't necessarily take active steps in order to actually write out and set real goals in real time that we can actually achieve and attain um and kind of get them out of the mental space or this is what I'm, I say I'm going to do in my head space and actually like on some paper and connected to a timeline so that you can actually implement and achieve um, your goal. So we thought it would be cool to just kind of talk through and, uh, and give some provider framework that, that I'm going to use going forward. Um, we're going to use going Same. forward in planning out some of the fun things we've got go- coming up. Um, for getting grown and for our own uh, personal, um, you know, go, uh, toward our own personal goals and brands and things like that as well. So we thought it would be cool. I'm sure that this is not this is not something that is you know um, new to to many of you. We're gonna we're gonna walk through the smart goals framework, no. um, and I'm sure many of you are familiar with that because it's often it's used a lot in like you know businesses, you know, for professional things. A lot of people use SMART goals on their jobs in terms of setting goals and um, mm-hmm. uh, outcome outcomes and deliverables on your job. So we thought that it would be cool to bring something like that into this space so that we can kind of map out and use these principles to, to you know, set uh, achieve the goals that we've set for ourselves as well. So we're just going to walk through what SMART goals are and maybe provide some examples of what that looks like in practice. And hopefully this would be something that we can use, um, 
you know, like I said, going forward. So, And I can attest that SMART goals actually works. Because outside of what you all know me to do, my corporate uh, history is project and production management. And so you have to be very organized um, in doing so. But before before we even get into the definition of what a SMART goal is, I thought it would be cool um, to start off, sis, if you don't mind. I want to ask you what some of your hard goals are for 2018. Some of my goals for 2018 would be... Uh, Okay, I would like to build, continue to build um, Team Tapping Fast as a brand. Um, hey. And, you know, I want to, I wanted to have, so, you know, I would like to have like an online presence because, you know, Team Tapping Fast is an online community of practice that has kind of like developed from the use mm-hmm. of this hashtag. Um, but like I said, at the Team Tapping Fast and Taking Care event in D.C., I think it's important for us to, um, not only have these spaces online, but to actually have things that we can kind of point to in, um, you know, different events or different uh, activities where we are actually connecting with one another in real time and real space as well. Um, and, you know, Team Type Fest as a brand is not only, you know, as a, as a community of practice where we kind of encourage uh, pro- productivity and work and success, but it's also kind of turning into um, a safe space for Black women that, that targets, you know, the productivity and mm-hmm. and um, process and like the priority, like makes black women a priority in that, mm-hmm. you know, instead of us coming together mm-hmm. and, and competing with one another, why don't we come together and share our experiences so that we can encourage one another um, and help one another kind of do yep. this heavy lifting. And there's a lot of other initiatives that focus on black men and um, black black boys and we love those and we're always going to be supportive of those as well but there are some specific and unique needs Mm -hmm. for us as black women that I feel like should get a little uh a little time and attention as well so yes I'm still working through what all of that is going to look like but that's like a major goal that I'm working on so um, kind of solidifying team typing fast as a entity, both digitally and like, you know, in the real world is also a goal of mine. Another goal that I'm working on is I really would like to, I have some manuscripts from my dissertation in the pipeline. So I would like to get those submitted for publication um, in, the, in this year. So that I'm working, yes. I'm working towards that as well. And thirdly, uh, I would like to do more, um, Huh, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but um, I would like to do more uh, speaking. I would like to get com- more comfortable um, in speaking spaces, uh, whether that be, you know, keynotes or panels or, um, but I, I, I have a lot of anxiety around speaking publicly, um, contrary to me running my mouth on this podcast once a week. Um <laughs> and I would like to get more comfortable uh, having those conversations because I feel like the work that I'm doing and the work that some of my counterparts are doing, um, you know, it should be shared. And a lot of times, you know, you know, that's that's going to require <laughs> that's going to require me, you know, going outside and putting on clothes and standing in front of people and talking about what we're doing. So I would like to get more comfortable in those spaces. So those are those are three that I'm working on. What are you working on? Well, you know, getting grown is working on some live shows. Oh boy, we have a one-year anniversary coming up, and so isn't that brazy, nigga? 
Bananas. Oh my God. Bananas. What is what is happening? <laughs> so I can't believe that we've been doing this for almost one, one year. year. My Jesus. Hold on, yo. So um we are working on some live shows for you guys, New York and DC first and foremost, obviously. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go Shout ahead. out to Brooklyn. Go on. <laughs> like he ain't even going nowhere. But um yeah, so we were working on that, and we are actively working on that. So there will be some announcements happening very right, soon. Right, mark your calendars. Uh, so, and y'all better um, show up. Don't have us out there looking stupid. Listen, because y'all been asking for shit. We're going to have merch, nigga. We're going to have a show. You know what I'm saying? We it just takes time, but I promise it's coming. It's coming. Like, we came together. We had a phone call, and, like, we, we set some hard, some hard, made some hard decisions, and... Now we're just waiting on some logistics to be ironed through. So, you, so y'all got to do your part. <laughs> Make yeah, sure you man. do your part. Uh, so we'll let you know when that's happening. But that's a goal that is going to be happening early on. As well as Jade and XD, we have some live shows coming as well. Right, so that right. Was a goal. Um, we were invited back, and that's great. Um, but as far as Jade of All Jades and for the culture, I want to expand the Dopest Dinner Party. So I'm ironing through a lot of plans for that to try to bring it to other cities. Um and then personally, I need to get organized so that I can be organized on the business side. And because my life coincides so much and those two marry quite often um, with all of the things that I do and overlap, I have to make sure that I'm staying organized. So one of my very hard goals for 2018 is to make sure that I am um, I'm keeping my calendar. I'm making notes. You know, I'm making notes for myself. I'm journaling, whether that be on a on a business side or on a personal side, so that I can try to organize my thoughts and organize my intentions. Um, I can so that it. is a hard goal. So making sure that I, you know, my business, I think I think things are really going to start taking off this year. Um, and then with all the shows and, and everything coming together. And then I'm going to make you all hold me accountable. I'm going to go ahead and announce this. Fran and I have been talking for... A, a, probably a good year and a half, <laughs> maybe two, right. about a cooking show. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that when I did that, I did it right. And I'm coming, um, you know, because there's so many cooking shows. You know what I'm saying? There's always somebody out there to teach you how to do something. But there's space for all of us. And I wanted to make sure that my space was set with who I am and it, and it defines who I am. So I, um, I have that coming. Uh, so I am making some plans with that, and now I'm going to apply the smart method um, hmm. to organizing that because that is the biggest and newest venture that I have coming. Totes, so anyway, let's get into it because I've been running my mouth. Um, let's get into it know. and talk That's about what, this what is a all about. smart goal is. So yeah, smart goal is like Jay said, an acronym. I'm sure you guys have heard this before, but smart goals are S specific, M measurable. A, achievable or attainable. I've seen it both ways. Mm -hmm. uh, R, results focused. And um, T, time bound or time sensitive. Yep. So developing your goals is important, like, you know, to kind of get them out of that, like that broad and general kind of like, I'm going to lose weight kind of space um, mm -hmm. into like, okay, kind of outlining specifically what you want, how much you want to lose, uh, how you'll know you're losing it. Um and you know what are the results you're looking for, and how and within within what time frame you're going to lose that lose that weight. So it's just a way of a framework of thinking about your goals, and we're just going to kind of fly through them at this point. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll talk about um, 
each one. And then, Jay, do you want to like talk about, I guess we can kind of connect it to one of our personal goals yeah, let's do it. and then provide, uh, provide a, a real life example. So, yeah, specific. Your, your SMART goals should be simplistic. Uh, they should be uh, written and clearly defined um, and kind of laying out, you know, exactly what you're going to do. So it's the what, the why and the how mm-hmm. of the SMART model. So, um, Jade, specifically tell me one of your goals being like super clear on the what, the why and the how. Um, OK, so the, the, the cooking show that I mentioned, um, what it is, it's a cooking show, but that's why I've had to take my time with it um, because I wanted to figure out how I'm going to frame that cooking show, what it's going to be about, who's going to be on it. Um, what do I want to present to the people? Uh, and then the how I have to pull together my team. You know, I have to find a location. I have to co- find a producer and a content cre- uh, content producer. And um, I have all of that. <laughs> so uh, making sure that I put all of those those working parts together, making, you know, like I said, location, a plan. Also, what am I going to cook? Um, how do I have to prepare for that? So those are some of the specific things uh, with as it pertains to what I'm trying to do. What about you? All right, so bet. So, um, team typing fast, uh, typing fast and taking care. DC was a really huge success, and um, it's time to move forward and looking toward uh, what the next one will look like. So, um, I guess a smart goal with re- with regard to that specific goal is I would like to have a team, a typing fast and taking care event in another city. Um, yes. I would. Uh, that's that's the what. Uh, the why is because I feel like, uh, you know, like I said, like I said before, um, you know, the space, especially you, I don't know, you can kind of, Jay can confirm for you all who were not in attendance, but the space of Typing Fast and Taking Care DC was really an awesome space. And the women who were present seemed to be really hungry and really, really, um, really grateful and appreciative to have space to just kind of talk about what they want to do, why they want to do it, some of the challenges that they face in doing it. And to kind of also see that there are other women who are sharing in their experiences um, and offering to them useful advice, encouragement, feedback, um, um, as they kind of navigate the different challenges that are specific to our experience uh, as, um, you know, women of color in various academic, professional and, uh, you know, corporate spaces. So that's the that's the why that's that's why I want to do this. And I think that these spaces are, you know, you know, it's not only women in D.C. who are who would appreciate this space, but it's women in other cities who would appreciate it as well. So I am working on, um, you know, doing doing that. So the how uh, is kind of, you know, where what I'm working on, um, like kind of teasing out more. Um, my how is is really uh, I'm working right now, building relationships, using relationships that I have in order to get access to information. Um, and you know, whether that be sponsor, uh, learning more about sponsorships, learning more about other venues, learning more about, um, you know, what, what it would, what is required in planning an event in another city or a city that I don't currently live in. And then kind of fleshing out, uh, the team, you know, the team that I'm going to have to put together in order to help to pull this off. So, yep. That's what we're, that's my specific goals. My specific goal is that I'm going to have a type of fast and taking care event in another city um, this year. And I'm going to be at every single one. So, hey. 
<laughs> and I'm gonna be on your cooking yes. show as well, eating and snacking yeah. of all the things. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. Like this is listen. This is we crisscross applesauce everywhere <laughs> over here. Listen, we're um. Up. So like Kia oh. said, we have to be specific with these goals. If you have a goal of losing weight, we use that as an example because that's what everybody says they're gonna exactly. do. Right here. But if we have a goal of losing weight. You need to break down how you're going to lose that weight. You need to break down how you're going to change your eating, how you're going to change your exercise. If there's going to be a schedule, you need to be very specific and simplistic and clear in what you're going to do in your goal. Um, The next of the SMART goals is being measurable. Your goal should be measurable so that you have tangible evidence that you've accomplished the goal. Um, You want to go, Kia? Um, Tangible evidence that you want to accomplish... The goal and that the, your entire goal statement is a measure for the project, but there are usually several short-term or smaller measurements built into the goal itself. So, um, uh, what is what are in order? So, your goal is like my goal is to have a team type and fast event in another city, um, and that's the larger goal. But there are there will be smaller things um, and short-term things that I need to do before the actual event happens. So that mm-hmm. like you know measure measurable. How am I going? You know, how am I know that I'm making progress? So I'm saying if I would like to if I if I know that I need sponsorships then I need to set a deadline. So I need to have a solid sponsor by this date. Um, I need to have a, a yep. venue by this date. I need to have catering in place by this date. Um, and these are the ways that I will know that I'm making progress toward actually putting the event together. Right. Um, exactly. So what are measurable goals? What are some of the smaller, more measurable goals for you in terms of putting the cooking show together? It's kind of, it, it kind of ties in with um, with the specific, I, but in order to execute, I have to have a location. If I don't have a location, I don't have a show. <laughs> so I have to have a location. Um, I have to have a team because I can't do this on my own. I'm not recording this on an iPhone 7. Uh, And so therefore, I have to find somebody who's going to help me to produce my content, somebody who's going to actually record the show, somebody who's going to edit the show because it has to be put out at some point. Um, So some of those, those are some small measurable goals. Also, like I said, a clear defined plan um, of what that show is going to be about. Uh, which is, you know, that needs to be in place before I even before I even do anything else. But yes, those are some of the measurable measurable um, aspects of my action, of my specific goal. Right. Um, so moving on to achievable or attainable. Your goals have to be achievable or attainable in that they should definitely be big enough and st- so that they stretch you and challenge you. Um, uh, but they also have to be defined um, and specific in in set in a way that you can still reach them. So, you know, uh, and then an example of an unattainable goal for me is um, to be 120 pounds. Like, (laughs) I don't have the weight, like, (laughs) physically, to be 120 pounds. I do not. (laughs) Because, you know what I'm saying? She's a bigger girl. And that's okay. It's not an attainable goal. Like, it's not something that I can actually... Kia has body, also has body dysmorphia. I do dysmorphia. not. I have body dysmorphia. But like, I just... You're a I'm tall I'm a tall woman, woman yes. Um, but I'm also... With, with exactly. Curves. I'm saying that my body shape, the way that my body is built and structured and put together, it is not feasible for me to be 120 pounds. I would look... I would not look well, right? <laughs> I would not look well yeah. at that body weight. Um, so, but that's what I'm saying. You want your goals to be attainable. So... 
it is attainable for me to say that I want to be 150 pounds. Right. So yes. there we go. Um, see, I, I paused and That's waited for you to judge me and you didn't. That's fine. I what? No, I said, I just said, I, first of all, I never judge. <laughs> That's a lie. Never judge. However, I was like, all right, listen, if you want to be 150 pounds. I mean, I'm not saying that business, I would want to be, but I'm but, just saying that I could be if I would have liked to be. Right. Thank you. Fair enough. So, okay. yeah. Attainable. Achievable. <laughs> <laughs> so, achievable goals, uh, like I said, should stretch you slightly so you feel challenged, but they should be defined well enough so that you can still achieve them. And you have to possess uh, the appropriate knowledge, skills, abilities, resources um, in order to achieve that goal. So... Uh, you can meet um, any most goal when you plan your steps wisely and establish a time frame that allows you to carry out those steps. Um, so yeah, if your goal is impossible to achieve, you may not even try to accomplish it. So you have to have like, you, that's what I'm saying. The specificity that's required um, in the whole smart girls fr framework is really like the first critical step in making sure that you're actually setting a goal yeah. that you can reach because you know, you will, you will, impossible goals are not motivating at all <laughs> they, they discourage no, you like i want i i would love to have my right? show on vice right. you know what i'm saying but uh i gotta start exactly. small you know what i'm saying i gotta i gotta figure out some of these smaller platforms um and again with the with the measurable quality of it these like like he has said these are tangible things these have to be tangible tan it's a metric system and it's tangible uh evidence that you've accomplished the goal and so if it's if it's something that's super outlandish not saying that you're not going to get to it eventually but it has to be something that you know that you can check off your list and say hey i did that part of it um so yes it has to be achievable and attainable goals you have to start with things that you know are within your reach so that you can get to whatever that I totally want to just say right here that you know it's important for us to be conscious of like what we as individuals are responsible for with respect to our goals so and um right. you know not really taking on things that are not within your control um as far as, you know, figuring out all of that. So, so like I said, one of my goals is to get my manuscripts, uh, you know, from my dissertation to get some publications from them. My goal, all I'm responsible for is getting the uh, manuscripts ready, filing my application, getting all the paperwork in on time. But once the, once, you know, I'm, I'm responsible for getting it there. But once it's there, then, you know, it's out of my hands. I've done everything that I have said that I could mm -hmm. do. Um, and I can still feel accomplished, even if one of my manuscripts, you know, doesn't get accepted right away. If I have to revise and resubmit or if I get a flat out rejection, um, I can still say that I accomplished my goal of submitting my publication for me for uh, submitting my manuscript for publication um, because I've done all that I am responsible to do in order to reach that goal. Um, so mm -hmm. I said that to say, you know, for some of us, there are things that we want to do and, you know, you know, it requires us, you know, applying for funding, applying for opportunities, applying for jobs. Um, you have to be conscious of the things that you're responsible for in those kind of goals. And then whatever else, you know, that you're mm -hmm. not responsible for, you have to trust that, you know, your process, your life, God, however you are, however you, um, you know, think about these things um, and what, what, you know, it's central to you and your peace and understanding. You have to let go of 
you know, hold on to have goals and, you know, just not don't uh, don't put whether or not like let I'm trying to I can't get myself together. Just get myself together. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Take your time. the achievable, the achievability, like attainability of the goal, just be conscious of it. Like, you know, th- that is something that is attainable for you. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the things that are beyond your control influence, you know, whether or not you've reached that goal, still don't allow that to discourage you from doing all that you can do um, to reach it. Right. If, if you, all right, so you, you, you have goals um, or whatever, right? And they have to, again, like he said, they have to be within your reach. Don't do things. Don't try to achieve things, like she said, that are out of your control. Because what's going right. to happen is you're going to frustrate stop. yourself to death. Right. You're going to get, you're going to stop. You are going to get frustrated and it's going to be something that is completely not and not yeah. within your reach. <laughs> you're going to get frustrated about things that you don't have any control of whatsoever. So when you're setting these goals, also when you're setting these goals, yeah. use your resources, but count your resources as part of your goals. Maybe part of your goals is finding those resources. Maybe it's finding people who can help you because people are going to need to help you to get to where you need to go. You know what I'm saying? There are a lot of things you're going to have to do for yourself, but there's a lot of resources that you're going to have to hit as well. Like he has said, she's got to find spaces. There are things that she has to write. She's got to send in for team type and fast. She has to find spaces. She's got to set the curriculum. But then after that, there are people that have that she's got to reach out to, a team of people that she's got to reach out to to help her to achieve that. Same thing on my end. So just know that, A, you have resources that you can reach out to, but make sure those are resources that are within your reach. But use them. Always use them. Show you're right. Um, should we move on to the results focused? Yeah, so... Goals should measure outcomes, yeah. not activities. Uh, that's really the the nuts and bolts of it. That's like what it means. Um, so um, outcomes in terms of like like uh, things that you can check off a list as done, not necessarily that you're doing them. So like, mm-hmm. um, right. yeah, I don't know how right. else to say it. I think it's this: you have to. Goals are goals are one thing after another. They are, okay, boom, done. Okay, so now I don't have to worry about that. Let's move on to the next thing. Okay, boom, done. Like Kia said, you make a list of things, but you need to be able to cross that off. That's what a list is for. A to-do list is for you to look at so that it's a reminder of what you need to do. And then you actually do it. (laughs) You have to execute it and be able to cross it off. So when you set those goals, you need to make sure that you are focusing on one thing at a time. Because that's another thing, too. If you're trying to do too many things at once, you're also going to get flustered and confused. Focus on things that you know that you can get done and make those lists and organize yourself and cross that off. Right. Actually and in, in terms of trying off. to define what, uh, you know, the, the res- what about your goal is, you know, focus on results. What are these are some questions that you can ask yourself? What is the reason, purpose or benefit for accomplishing the goal? What is the result? Uh, of the goal, not the activities that lead up to the result, but what is the result of the goal that you set? So if I say that I want to, if I want to have sponsorship for the next uh, type of fast and taking care event, what is the result of that, of that goal? The result of that goal would be actually securing sponsorship um, um, one way or another, not all the things that I'm doing to secure that sponsorship, not necessarily, you know, uh, reaching out to different contexts, writing pitches, uh, you know, drafting, you know, all paperwork, all the things that 
go into um, securing sponsorship, but what is the result of securing the sponsorship? Coins. That's the result. The result of the sponsorship is actual sponsorship. And, you know, those are some of the things that you can kind of... um, Use to kind of say, okay, how how do I know that this this goal how is is focused on uh, the the outcome and not necessarily the activity itself? And a, a, a critical critical way to kind of keep that, I mean, a, a, a critical way of keep that in mind is you know to make sure that your um, goal is t the time bound, the time sensitive one. Um, a good way to kind of focus on the outcome and not the activity is to say that you want to have something done by a certain a certain time frame. Um, your goals should be, uh, you know, give yourself a time frame that creates that that is realistic, but also creates a practical sense of urgency, um, and you know that gets you from from vision to current to reality. Like, you know, this is what I want it to look like. How do I get right. it closer to actually being like and existing within the thing? So, without having, you know your goal is not likely to to produce a relevant outcome if you don't have kind of like a timeline that specifies when you're going to have it when you're going to have it done bye right maybe your goal is to save money um you know you can you can there's a fit way you can there's a system you can come up with you can figure out you can start to bulk up or whatever but let's say you want to save money for a vacation you have to come up with a specific goal. You have to come up with a specific plan as to how you're going to save that money in a short amount of time because you're working towards something hard and fast. Treat that like all your goals. You know what I'm saying? Set a time frame. Be like, okay, this is the deadline of when I have to have this done. And then you put those smaller goals within that. Okay, I have to have this done by this date. I have to have this done by this date. I have to have this done by this date so that you can come to the overall finality. Yes, and I also feel like it's is. important to say here that life happens and a lot of times, you know, when we make plans, uh, mm. the plans don't come out mm. just as we had as as we would have hoped them to. But don't allow that to discourage you um, from you know setting new no. deadlines. So, like, if I say that I want to have something in place by February one, and I find that it's January thirty, and <laughs> I have not, I'm not in place, and I just push it back. Um, you know, be conscious of how many times you push it back, and and. You know, just being, you know, don't mm-hmm. allow yourself to just keep pushing things back until you just push them off and don't do them ever again. But I don't want you to feel like, yeah, I don't want no, you to feel like, you know, the deadlines or the time specific, uh, you know, markers that you set for yourself in reaching your goals are written in concrete. A lot of times they will be written in pencil, pencil. And a lot of times it'll be for things that are beyond your control. Like you get sick or, um, you know, something that was supposed to be shipped to you by a certain date doesn't come on time. You just have to be flexible and adaptable. And I learned, (laughs) I'm learning that when it comes to, you know, you know, putting on these kind of events, having these projects, doing these kinds of activities, you have to just go with the flow. Um, I'll give you guys an example. At the Teen Type of Fast, I mean, at the Type of Fast and Taking Care of DC event, we scheduled the venue at five o'clock. We got to the venue at five o'clock and started, um, you know, putting stuff into, into the room and finding that there was some sort of glitch or mix up with the paperwork and the person who we worked with wasn't there to help us. So we had to like navigate it. We had to take stuff back out of the room and wait till we got that situated. And we ended up, you know, getting things started and set up probably, we were probably about 35 to 40 minutes behind schedule. Um, but it was just kind of one of those things. Everyone came together, all hands on deck, 
got things set up and situated. I had to kind of like excuse myself because I was having a meltdown. But, um, you know, while I was, that's why it's important to have a team because while I was in the bathroom trying to put my lashes on and not cry, my team was in the room getting things situated. So when I came back out, everything was in place and we were able to make up for that lost time um, in the beginning. So time specific goals. Yes, you should absolutely have them, but we have to be conscious of the fact that, you know, life happens and things happen and, you know, we just have to adjust. It doesn't mean that you have to stop. You just got to kind of figure out how we can work around whatever unexpected thing that has happened and keep moving forward. But figure out how to work around, like come up with a plan. If your goal is deterred and and you you're derailed a little bit, figure out a plan of how you can work around that. You know what I'm saying? Um, With the show, I told you I've been planning better for probably two years. At this point, it's now time to execute. There are a lot of circumstances as to why I was not able to put the show out. Um, So now I have to come up with something else. I have to find a different location, but now I have to actually find that location. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to set your goals and you have to achieve those goals and you have to set a time on them. Otherwise, they're going to linger forever and you're not you're never going to achieve them. You're going to look up. It's going to be three years later. and You're going to be like, well, what the fuck? I said I was going to do this thing and I didn't do it. So making sure that you set a time frame and then also smaller time frames within that time frame for smaller goals within that um, to achieve it is going to help you to actually achieve what it is that you're looking for. Totally. And communicating these things, articulating them, writing them down, sharing them with your uh, friends or even your personal board of directors that we talked about. Um, you know, so like Jade and I get together before we record mm-hmm. and we kind of hash out a lot of different things that as it relates to getting grown and as it relates to our own individual projects. And that ho- holds us both accountable because I'm able to say, how are things going with cooking show? Jay's able to ask me, how are things going with your writing? Mm-hmm. How are things going with, you know, are you, have you heard from anyone? Have you been invited to be on any panels? Are you doing any events? We're able to kind of like talk through the mm-hmm. things that we know that we're working on and offer advice or offer encouragement or, you know, Jay gives me great ideas. I like to, I hope that I do the same for her. So, you know, we have, you know, it's important to kind of take these things out of our heads and put them, you know, into the world, whether we're talking about it vocally or whether we're writing it down. Um, There are tons and tons and tons of resources. If you are to just Google smart goals, you'll be bombarded literally with all kinds of things that you can do. Um, There's worksheets and questionnaires that you can use to kind of take your goals from this um, very large kind of broad kind of thing and actually get them, you know, into meeting this smart goals framework. So I will leave the link to what we use today to kind of, uh, guide our conversation hopefully it will be helpful to you i'll make sure that it makes it into the description box um and yeah uh anything else you want to say before we wrap this joint up no i i just you know my my hope for everybody for 2018 is to is to actually achieve one goal you know what i'm saying i know a lot of us have a bunch of goals but um i hope that every this is this is able to help all of us you guys myself kia to achieve one goal that we set for the year. Um, Let's be really specific. Let's do the work um, and make sure that we get that done so that when we're hitting our two, almost our two year mark, then we can say, all right, listen, I did this. That would be great. Absolutely. And once you set your goal and once you um, achieve your goal, you have to find ways to celebrate yourself. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and it may not be huge things like sure that the goals that Jade and I shared are kind of more long term goals. But I mean, 
it's a real thing to say, okay, I can actually, a, a smaller, more day-to-day goal that I'm going to have for myself is to be more intentional about having my personal prayer time and journal time, like at the start of the day. Um, right now, it's something that I do kind of like after, you know, I may do it in the morning, but I usually don't. It's something that I have, you know, I'll probably get around to midday or even at the end of the day, but I always feel better after I do it. So I say, why don't, why don't I get up in the morning? And instead of looking at Instagram, why don't I get up in the morning <laughs> and, you know, read my, my devotional and write in my journal to kind of get my day started and set the tone. That's something that I'm going to work on on a day to day basis. Um, yes. You know, so, and you know, if I do that, if I if I do that, if I say I want to do that, and if I hit if I do that for five days, then I'm going to treat myself to something nice, uh, whether it be you know a pedicure or a, a, you know some French fries at lunch. I don't know, but <laughs> I mean it's something. Once I'm saying that it's important to acknowledge that you're working towards your goals once you start making them, because that's going to make you feel good. Just like t- crossing things off your to-do list makes me feel amazing. Like if I have a to-do list and I have cro- like if I look at that list and I don't cross everything off, I deserve. Okay. Oh my God. It, <laughs> let me tell you all about the satisfaction of looking at post note with all of your little, Listen. with all of your little notes crossed off. Like Tote it is like, the best thing in the world. And I plan on, trying to implement that going forward yes so celebrate yourself and let us know share in the comments or send us a tweet Um, let us know what some of your goals are so that we can hold each other accountable Um, and we can check in maybe you know this is the first episode of the year maybe we can check in once a month and see how everybody's doing on their goals I feel like that would be a whole lot of fun yeah and it'll hold us accountable as well absolutely all right that's it for the kitchen table Let's move on to the honesty box. Let's. Honestly. Truly. It's time for the honesty box. Honestly. Truly. Truly. Okay. I need help, guys. All right. <laughs> we will help you. This isn't all caps, just so you know. <laughs> oh my First, before anything, praise the Lord, niggas. I love praise you guys it. so much. We love you. Y'all were the first podcast I ever listened to. Aww. And y'all have me hooked. Come oh, on, shit. ever first ever podcast right yes anywho i have a dilemma and need help earlier this year my mother yes mother was stopped by the police and she used my name i know it's fucked up but i can understand why she did it oh my god she didn't go to jail of course because technically she wasn't me i went to court and pled not guilty to the ticket she received the only problem is after talking to the police officer he said i'd have to tell them who it was if i know the person my question is, should I tell the truth so I won't get the tickets or lie Ooh. to save my mom? Thanks in, adv- thanks in advance for the advice. Love you a lot. Sincerely, Confused Daughter. Man, I have anxiety. <laughs> I wasn't even... <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> um, you should be laughing at me because I'm literally holding my chest. <laughs> I. That's... I, you know... Listen, I understand as a people, we have implemented a policy of no snitching. I myself really try to hold um, near and dear to that. But come on, my nigga. Like, Ma, <laughs> Ma, you, you, why would you do that? Why would why you, would you that? It's just like a parent who uses their kid's social security number. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Early in life before they have choices. I, it's wrong. It's wrong. And unfortunately... Like, why would she she put you in she put you in a position 
where you are completely, um, uh, I can't get my words together. You, why can't I fucking get my words together? Because this is really troubling. (laughs) I think that there's some trauma here that we're all, that we're both working through because it's like, I'm trying to think what it would look like if I found myself in this situation. Um, Right. I, why did she use your name? I don't. Why did she do that? We can't. And why? She, I don't know. We your inconvenience. That's what I was. She put you in a in a in a in a huge position of inconvenience, and I get it. And I'm a mother, so don't come to me with no. Well, I was inconvenienced for the eighteen no. damn years. No, don't come. No, because this is wrong. <laughs> this is not okay. She put where now you have to. I'm assuming take time off of work to go to court. You're not having to talk to the police, and now you're in an emotional predicament where you're like, should I snitch on my mom's or should I like just eat this? And I don't feel like this is something that you have to eat. No. Nah. I don't feel like this is something that you should have to deal with. No. Um, and yeah, I, this is, I, this is she this didn't is, try to save you. She put your ass exactly, out there on the line. Exactly. So it's like, exactly. why are you going to try to save her now? And then this is not petty tit for tat. I don't love my mother. I'm trying to fight with my mother. You end up with a situation like Tommy and her mom's on love and hip hop. Yeah, no. no, this is not what we're encouraging. However, uh, we are also telling you that there are boundaries and limits that you need to set even with family members. And there are certain things that are not OK, no matter who they come from, parents included. And using the excuse of I gave you life or anything along those There's lines no it just to try to justify yeah. some fucked up behavior is never OK. And so for you as a child, I want you to know that it's not okay for your mother to, to, to use that to justify what she's done. And you shouldn't have to be held responsible for something like this. You know what I'm saying? And you got a whole life ahead of you. Like, no, you don't need this. No. And I'm not like, I'm no, this is not a felony. It's nothing like that, but it's still, it's fucked up and it's not okay. <laughs> I think that there's a lesson in responsibility here. Um, and you don't have to take responsibility for anything that you've not done. Um, no. And I was talking to one of my close friends about this because, you know, as we get older, we, you know, we, when we're children, we hold our parents in this this really high esteem, this high regard. Um, mm-hmm. And you look at your mom and like, as, as like, you know, that's my mom. Like, she's almost like a superwoman. Like, it's like, not, that's not just a regular woman. Like, that's my mom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that that respect is good it's healthy i think that's what we're supposed to do as children but i think one of the most poignant um and most like you know one of the most poignant experiences for me growing and maturing as a woman is like i'm that that uh lens or that you know the way that i regard my mother i still have high respect for her but i now see her more of a as a woman and not right. like my mom. Um, right. And I hope that I'm articulating this the way that I mean it. I'm not saying that I don't have, I still hold, I still don't hold my mother in high regard. I absolutely do. But I acknowledge that, that she is still a human. She's still a woman. She makes right, right choices and, and wrong choices. But the, the bottom line to all of this is your mother made a choice to... Right. Use it like she commit like when she used your your name when she was pulled over by the police she committed a crime like and that was a choice that she made and you don't have to pay for the choice that your mother made 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter all the things that she's done for you. I don't think that this is a you not holding your mother's feet to the fire here is not a sign of disrespect. I think you no. respect your mother enough to say that, you know, just like, like, you know, you have to be accountable. Like I respect yeah. you. You have to be accountable. There's no, like, I, I respect you so much that I'm not willing to take the punishment for something that you did because you got to learn the lesson here. Um, right. And I, I hope that that is being conveyed in, in the way that I meant it. But um, you, yeah, you don't have to do this. And I, I honestly feel that if you were to do this, you wouldn't be able to recover. If you were to take this fall for your mom, you are going to resent her for it for the rest of your life. And the very yeah. next time that she does anything wrong, if she leaves cookie crumbs on your couch, you're going to be like, do you know what I did? Like, it's, it's going <laughs> like, to build up. You, it's, I don't feel like you're going to be able to heal and move forward from this if you were to keep the lie going. Because it's, you can't, it's like you'd be moving forward on, you know, uh, the wrong, you know, like on a style, you're not, you're moving forward on a lie and not the truth. Um, it's, it, it's not, it's not your responsibility to, to, to handle this. It's not your responsibility to take, it's not your responsibility to take responsibility for this. It's not your responsibility, um, to save your mother in this aspect. You know, sometimes you got to do shit to your loved ones that you should, you don't want to do. I'm gonna tell you a little story real quick. When I was like 21, 20, 20, 20, 20, 21, I had a couple warrants and I knew I had these warrants, you know what I'm saying? And I need to get them taken care of. And my dad was like, you better get them warrants taken care of because if your ass gets pulled over and arrested, I'm not bailing you out of jail. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get them handled. I'm going to get them handled because they were some bullshit anyway. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get it handled. Did not get them handled. Got pulled over for a brake light. And I ended up getting arrested. And it was a really bad situation because I didn't have any underwear on at the time. Oh. And so I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> I just I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. Because <laughs> when they arrested me, I was also on call for work. And at the time for the job that I had, you had to have a pager. You had to have a cell phone. And I also had my personal cell phone. I was also, it was like so many circumstances. I had all of that. I was going to pay for school because I paid for school out of pocket. So I had a large amount of cash on me and these cell phones in this pager and no draws. And so I got arrested and they're like taking all my stuff out. They're like, why do you have two cell phones in a pager? Why do you have this large amount of cash? And I'm like, man, come on. Then they write down everything that you have on. Um, oh, God. Down to what color underwear oh. you have on. And when I got, they were like, what color underwear do you have on? Oh, God. You know, I was silent for a while. And then finally I was like, I don't have oh, any on. God. And the officer chuckled. He chuckled. Oh, God. <laughs> he chuckled. Said about that. Oh, but God. anyway. My ass got arrested with all this cash and all these devices. You're looking like a woman of the no night. Draws. <laughs> I'm looking like a woman of the You're night. looking like a woman of the night. Yes. Oh, God. Dead ass. What do we do? And Oh, and to boot, to make things worse, I got arrested in a county that was different than where the warrants were. So they arrested me, took me to a supermarket parking lot met with the officers from the county where the warrants were, and I got transferred in cop cars in the middle of the supermarket parking lot. So it's like, it's just all Jesus. bad, right? This is all bad. I called my pops. I told your ass that if you got arrested, I was not going to bail you out. Figure it out. Click. Oh, no. 
and I had to use my money for, that I had there for, um, I was either going to have to sit it out or I was going to use the money to bail myself out of jail. And that's what I did. And I had to bail myself out of jail, get my car out of the impound. It was like, it was a whole lesson. But I say all that to say I can't resent my father because he didn't bail me out of jail. And I had this horrible, terrible situation. I could not I couldn't I can't blame him for that. You know what I'm saying? That's not his responsibility that I did something fucked up. And so therefore, with you and your mother, it's not your responsibility to to bail her out of this situation. She's got to she's got to be held accountable and she's got to figure this out herself. Yeah, because you didn't do this. She did. You did not. And I mean, I'm sure she she may be upset that you're not going to do this for her, um, but she'll just have to eat that, too. Like you cannot. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I'm saying that there might be a strain on your relationship going forward, but I don't feel like it's something it's either. So it's either going to be a strain now or a strain later. Uh, so I'm saying it's me. Or yeah. You. And I, I don't feel like I don't it's feel like you. It's fair for you to fall on the sword here for your mama. It's also not fair for her to resent you going forward if you make the decision to not snitch on to, to snitch on her. <laughs> um, not laughing at you. Uh, I it's it's not fair for her to resent you, but just know that that could be an outcome. But like Kia said, it's you either gonna resent her or she's gonna resent you. And in this situation, you're an adult. It's me or you. I got my I got myself to worry about, and I love my parents and I love my loved ones, but. Um, it does not need to be at the expense of my sanity and of uh, of my convenience and me of me going for a period, you know what I'm saying, of my growth. So you got to do what you got to do to take care of yourself. And in this particular situation, this is not your responsibility. And you need to remember that. I hope this helps, sis. Like, for real, I will be praying for you. Because <laughs> this, this is a doozy. Is something else, girl. Um this is Thank you for trusting Jade and I with the, such a such a serious matter. And like I said, yeah. I hope that we were able to give you some insight that'll help you make a decision that's best for you going forward. Keep us posted. Let us know um, if there's it's a, if there's any other way that we can be more helpful. But tell moms that that we said nah. nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> the answer is no. Let's move on to the petty. Ooh, let's go into the petty piece. That was heavy. Woo! I am overwhelmed, child. (laughs) And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Petty peeves, put your petty on parade. (laughs) Okay. So, isn't there like an off-brand called parade? Uh, Anyway. um, What? I feel like there is like parade. I remember like Isn't you remember like, did I have parade of shoes back in the day? Parade? No, I don't remember. Parade of shoes. It was like it was like <laughs> a famous footwear kind of situation. Uh, they used to oh, call it yes! parade of shoes. There's also a um there's a I can't say Spanish, that's politically incorrect, but there's this spot <laughs> and they have a whole lot of stuff in it. I call it a big lots, but it's not. It's called Fallas Paredas. <laughs> <laughs> You are so inappropriate. <laughs> they have like a lot of stuff in there. It's like a lot. It's like a big ass oh, dollar lots. <laughs> anyway, uh, petty peeve time. I'm going to do a listener petty peeve. 
Um, it says, hello, ladies. I'm royally irked right now, so please bear oh, with me. It. For the life of me, I do not understand who these women are with such poor aim and control over their urethral sphincters. <laughs> Ma'am, how do you possibly piss over the whole oh, damn bathroom hell. stall? The oh, seat is wet, the floor is wet, and by looking at this horrendous scene, I'm positive that your pissy-ass drawers are wet as well. I understand a, a slight splashback from the black girl squat and hover, but I do not understand how your nasty ass just missed the whole toilet bowl and did not at least have the decency to wipe it dry. You're trifling, and your mama didn't raise you right. Bye. <laughs> Oh, this was sent by Missy, and she says she loves us. We love you too, Missy. That's Missy was girl, Missy. Uh, no, I like. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand that either. Like, I listen as a woman. I understand some of the challenges. Like, I know we have to squat, and we have, and I know this is specific. And I'm sorry for those of you who are uncomfortable, but this is real life. You have to squat, and then sometimes, yeah, it gets a little wild around there. You'd be like, "Oh, that went the other way," but you got to act like it's Apache, you nigga. You got to move your hip around and make sure that shit makes it into the <laughs> toilet and not on your jeans and furthermore yeah again a little bit of splashback but be a sweetie and wipe the seedy like clean your piss up after you splash i don't understand my mother taught me that my mother taught me very golden rules about the bathroom let's go over the golden rules of the bathroom real quick all right, here it goes. Right quick, Bless right it fast. Real fast. Don't let your clothes touch the toilet. Pull your pants up just a little bit. Don't let your clothes touch anything. Don't let them touch anything. Um, do your squats at home so that you have strong muscles when you have to so <laughs> don't touch the toilet. If you have an emergency and you have to do the do, you need to like know how to line the seat. Those um, what are them them toilet protector things? That is not it, ladies. Don't use that. You need to line the seat. Line the seat about like four, five times. You know what I'm saying? You got to do that. Mm -hmm. Flush the mm -hmm. toilet with your foot. Flush the toilet with your foot. My mother said, don't ever touch the toilet handle and make sure you wipe up after yourself if anything splashes on the toilet. You get out, wash your hands. Don't touch the handle with your hands. Touch it with your elbow or with a paper towel. I know a lot of these new bathrooms don't like to put paper towels because of the environment, which I think is disgusting. But anyway, turn <laughs> off with another part of your body. And then last, last. Oh, and dry your nasty ass hands, even if they don't have paper towels. Put <laughs> use the hand dryer because I cannot stand bathroom. Like bath, the bathroom is disgusting. And I, per like confession, I have a phobia of public bathrooms, so it takes a lot for me to even use one in the first place. Like people who are with me know. Anybody who's who's with me knows. I will sincerely. It's terrible. I know it's bad for my body. I hate public bathrooms. So I follow all of these rules as closely as possible so that I can avoid um, what kind of, and I don't know, some sort of outbreak of these filthy ass people out here who don't know how to, how to handle themselves. And the last, don't touch the handle when you're leaving out the bathroom. Mm -hmm. If they don't mm -hmm. have paper towels, use your shirt or your jacket or something, but don't touch the handle of the bathroom. Sorry. That's, that's oh, special to me. You had went off. You that's, needed that. That's special to me. Anyway, what's your petty beef? All right. All right. So and that was a Macy's day parade. of peace. <laughs> <laughs> 
Braided my ass off. Oh, girl, you had men everywhere today. I don't even know if there's mine. Seems like not even necessary to say because no, I mean I ahead, felt please. like take me out of this space. <laughs> okay, so um, all right. I have a couple of things. I have two actually. One, okay. I want shout out to my shout out to my sis Autumn. Autumn is um my boo. I love that name. Uh, we are. We sing in the same choir at church and we've become friends and she's my boo. She is actually, she has a business. I'll leave that. She's going to be on a shout out to our sis one, one week, but she has a business and she's, um, sells hair. She's furnished some bundles for the kid a couple of times. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm just really proud of her and what she's doing. But I was looking at her Snapchat the other day and she was talking and she had a coworker. <laughs> this is funny to me, but, um, her coworker was texting and Autumn was in her cubicle. The coworker was in their cubicle, but you could still hear the young lady texting. Why? Because she had long nails like myself. Right. So I could really, <laughs> and she could hear the, the <laughs> talking about how it's all day long. She could hear that young lady texting. And I'm just like, ladies and gentlemen, it's the really important. I felt that I wanted to share that as a petty piece because I understand that that could be, that could drive anybody up a wall. And as someone with long nails, I felt like I was in a good place to speak to my fellow sistren who wear, who wear their nails long as well. To just say, ladies, we should practice texting with the bed of our fingers. <laughs> just no one else wants to hear our conversation all day long. That Morse code, exactly. So you should practice texting on the beds of your fingers. And if you're using the beds of your fingers and your nails still touch the screen, then you should know that your nails are too long. Now, I, I don't like to tell people that they are too anything, but I do feel it's like when, when you're, I don't, you know, what you do, it shouldn't, it should not like impact somebody else's day. So if you know that your nails are long to where no matter what, we're going to hear you tap tapping your screen then you should either choose not to text in the office um, or you should cut your nails down like one or the other like something's got to give we don't want it like this nobody wants to hear that we shouldn't hear you texting that's just the bottom line that's just how I feel um, and I know that it happens every now and then you know like sometimes I'll you know you'll hear my thumb hit the thing but it's not like an all day long no, it's not. And it's something that if you're going to wear long nails, like you got to do your due diligence. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we shouldn't be able to, like, I'm texting all right now. Do y'all know? No, because <laughs> you cannot hear me texting. Okay? Now, now, don't get around kid. If you got an issue with sound, don't get around kid while she's typing on the computer. Uh, yeah, because I type fast. And I mean, it's going to be loud. Nigga, it sounds like gunshots. It sounds like, like gunshots because you be listening to me on the headphones. You can hear it. Automatic. Like, you can hear it, but it's fine. It's like an automatic going off. Like, First of all, I would have you to know. I would have you to know that you don't type softly yourself, sis. You I don't do, do anything. You be going, going forth as well. So if we're going to talk about things, let's talk about them all the way. Okay? God bless you. But yes, that wraps the Petty Peas segment of this episode of Getting Grown. Exactly. Before Jay goes off. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting. Uh, 2017 has been amazing. You know, Getting Grown was born and we're out here thriving and surviving. 
Um, yes. And we thank you. We owe it all to y'all. So thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for the support. Sure. Thank you for um, putting up with me and my rambling and falling over my words sometimes. Thank you guys for putting up with it because you don't have to. Thank y'all for listening every Tuesday. Every Tuesday when my head be in the clouds and you just hear the click, click, click of my bit, bit, <laughs> bit. But <laughs> y'all still keep rocking with us. So indeed. We appreciate But yeah, that, that wraps it up. You. We appreciate yeah, y'all. So, uh, drink your water. Mind your business, moisturize, because uh, your black will absolutely crack if it's dry. And because it's cold, it's Jack's outside. So it will crack like for real, for real. Uh Happy New Year. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.